Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hi, it's The Reading Bug. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Barefoot Books, a woman-owned publisher with more than 25 years of publishing expertise, and publishers and creators of diverse, inclusive, and inspiring books and gifts. Today, I am happy to feature Barefoot Books' Magical Castle Build Story Cards, which are designed to teach children basic storytelling and writing skills, with a focus on social-emotional learning. Use Barefoot Books' Magical Castle Build Story Cards to create an adventure of your own and play more than 30 different games. Get Magical Castle Build a Story Cards or any of the gifts and books from Barefoot Books at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader! Welcome to another episode of Reading Bug Adventures, created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independent, family-owned children's bookstore. I'm sure I don't need to remind you that it's the holiday season, so if you need a little help finding inspired holiday picks, visit us online at thereadingbug.com and shop millions of books for every age. Or visit readingbugbox.com and you can let our expert staff take the hassle out of shopping with perfectly personalized selections for every reader. Choose a month-to-month subscription and cancel anytime, or sign up for 6- or 12-month prepaid gifts. The way Reading Bug Box works is you tell us all about the child we're shopping for, and our expert bookstore staff and I handpick books and other extras to match each child's unique age, interests, and reading level. Go to ReadingBugBox.com and order before December 10th to guarantee holiday delivery. Help support independent businesses this holiday season, and find awesome creative and personalized gifts like Reading Bug Box for your loved ones. Finally, before we begin our adventure today, there's a few people I'd like to thank. Our podcast is mixed and mastered by Resonate Recordings and made possible by our sponsors and by listeners like you. To learn more about how you can help support us, visit our page at patreon.com. You're part of what makes it possible for us to continue to write and perform and produce new and original stories and music. Thanks to all our patrons for your support. Okay, reader, are you ready for another awesome adventure together? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure! It's a Reading Bug Adventure There's lots of fun in store Just inside our book bag There's new places to explore Grab your crayons and paper And your imaginations too The Reading Bug and I can't wait To share our trip with you Hi, reader. Thanks for joining me. It's so nice to see you again. I've been thinking about our adventure all day, trying to figure out where the reading bug might be taking us. Do you have any guesses? Wherever we're going, I'm really excited to go. Now, where is the reading bug? She's not usually late for a big adventure. Oh, look, I think I see her flying this way. Reading bug, over here. Oh, hi, Lauren. Hi, reader. I'm sorry I'm just a little bit late. As usual, I got so caught up in the book I was reading that I completely lost track of time. It's not a problem at all, Reading Bug. We weren't waiting long, were we, Reader? Reading Bug, 
We were just guessing where we might be going on our adventure today. Can you tell us what book you were reading? Is it a clue for our adventure? Of course it is. I'll tell you the title of the book, and you can see if you can guess where we'll be traveling. I was reading Castle by David Macaulay. How's that for a clue? Any guesses? Hmm. Reader, do you have any guesses? Every week, the Reading Bug's magic book bag and the books inside take us on an adventure to a new time or place. But I'm stumped. I mean, clearly there's a castle involved. But I guess I'm going to need more clues. What else can you tell us, Reading Bug? I'll tell you the titles of a few more books in my book bag and see if that helps. Okay, Lauren? Let me see here. I've got Donuts and Dragons by D. Leon, King Arthur's Very Great Grandson by Kenneth Craggle, and the story of King Arthur and his knights, retold from the Howard Pyle original by Tania Zamorski. Any guesses yet? Hmm, not yet. Why don't you tell us a few more titles? I also brought... Cavalin Camelot, A Dog in King Arthur's Court by Audrey Mackman, and The Knight and the Dragon by Tommy DePaula. Want to guess where we're going now? Oh, wow. That's a really exciting list of books, Reading Bug. What do you think, Reader? I'm still not completely sure, but it sounds like we're going to be visiting an old palace, the royal family inside, and maybe even the knights who protect it. Am I getting close? Yes, very close. That was a great guess, Lauren. We won't be visiting any old castle today, though. My magic book bag is going to take us back in time more than 1,500 years and all the way across the Atlantic Ocean to visit the enchanted kingdom of Camelot. Oh, my. How exciting. But wait, I thought that Camelot was make-believe. I know we've had some fantastic adventures before, but how can we be traveling to a land that never existed? Well, Lauren, my magic book bag and your imaginations can take us anywhere. And Camelot isn't completely make-believe either. It's somewhere in between real life and make-believe. It's a legend. In Christmas in Camelot, I learned that a legend is a story that begins in reality, but then imagination takes over. As different people use their imaginations to add new parts to the story, the legend grows and changes and it becomes even more incredible. So, Lauren, reader, today we will be traveling together through time and space to find Camelot. And when we get there, we will get to create our very own new parts of the story, which can then become part of the Camelot legend. That sounds enchanting. And I am so excited about the adventure, Reading Bug. I love reading about castles, kings, queens, princes, and princesses. Not to mention the knights, magicians, and jesters, and all the dancing, jousting, and questing. Yes, Lauren, there are so many wonderful parts of Camelot legend. But don't forget that there are some pretty scary parts, too. Dragons, goblins, and trolls, evil wizards and witches, black magic, and much, much more. We'll need to be cautious and keep on the lookout for all of them as well. You're right, Reading Bug. I almost forgot about those parts of the Camelot legend. I can't imagine what it would be like to come face to face with a dragon. But if we do, we'll need to be prepared. Why don't we start off by stretching out our bodies so we're focused, strong, and nimble for our adventure ahead. Let's all stretch together, reader. That's it. Everybody stand up, unless you're buckled into your car, and wiggle our fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now... 
Stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Lauren, reader, what do you think? Are you ready to start our adventure? Yes, I'm stretched out, focused, and ready to go. But before we all hop into your book bag, I want to make sure that you brought some crayons and paper with you. I have a feeling we'll be seeing a lot of incredible things in Camelot. Knights in shining armor, King Arthur and Queen Guinevere, the beautiful ladies-in-waiting dressed in their colorful gowns, the incredible castles and cathedrals, and more. And you're going to want to illustrate them as you imagine them. Just like the illustrations in our favorite books, pictures are how we can add new ideas, details, and adventures to the Camelot legend, and remember them even after our adventure ends. That's right! Once our adventure is over, we'll take time to listen to music and draw the pictures that are in our imaginations. But of course, you can color at any time by pausing our podcast. Okay, reader, are you ready to join me on an enchanted adventure to the kingdom of Camelot? Here we go. Look, reader. The reading bug is opening up her book bag. And there are pictures, stories, music, and more swirling around in there. I see so many beautiful pictures inside. There's a magnificent castle shrouded in the mist. And there goes a picture of a sword studded with white diamonds, green emeralds, and red rubies that looks like it's stuck right into a big rock. Look over there, reader. I see a handsome man and a beautiful woman wearing crowns and looking lovingly into each other's eyes. And a big round table with several knights in brown tunics seated around it. Oh, but I also see some scary things, just like the reading bug warned. Look, there's a giant troll and there's a big green monster with pointed ears and scary pointed teeth. Is that a, a, a dragon? Lauren. Reader, let's travel to a kingdom that's two dreams away, where witches are horses that frolic and play, where King Arthur and Guinevere rule over the land with compassion, humility, and a loving hand. Let's hop three times and into my book bag together. Ready? One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in! Let's jump inside our book bag. Will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Oh, wow. Look what's happening, reader. As we move through space and time, everything is changing before our eyes. Our neighborhood has disappeared, and all I can see now is blue ocean everywhere. And in every direction I look, for as far as I can see. We must be traveling over the Atlantic Ocean. Wait, now in the distance, I see some islands. Little spots of land in the middle of the vast ocean. And we're getting closer and closer. Look there, reader. On the nearest island is a beautiful, tall castle, shrouded in the mist. It's the one that I saw in the book bag. It must be the castled city of Camelot. 
The castle is surrounded by dark green forests and meadows that are so green, they look like rugs spread across the land. And there are lots of open spaces, too. Look there, near the castle. I can see a jousting tournament. That's where two horseback riders ride at each other, and each one tries to knock the other one off his horse with a great big stick. And look there, heading toward the castle, I even see some knights in shining silver armor seated on brown, black, and white horses. The sun is reflecting brightly off all that armor. I wonder where they're headed. Oh boy, Lauren, reader, I think we've arrived in Camelot. The lights and pictures have stopped flashing and everything is perfectly still. If you listen closely, you can hear the sounds of the ocean. Maybe we've landed on a beach somewhere. It's pretty quiet otherwise though, isn't it, reader? There are no traffic noises, no TVs, no mobile phones, no airplanes. All I can hear is the ocean pounding against the shore and some seagulls squawking loudly as they fly overhead. Hey, wait! Is that water I feel on my toes? It is. Oh no! Reader, look! Water is pouring into the book bag all around us! We've landed on the beach all right, but a little too close to the water, it seems. Quick, everybody, climb out now before the water fills the bag! Great! Reader, are you out too? Reading Bug, grab the bag before it floats away in the tide. Phew! That was close. We're still pretty deep in the water. Let's quickly move through this wet sand and water up to the shore. It's hard to walk in the wet sand, isn't it? My feet keep sinking deeper every time I put them down. Keep going, everyone. Lift your knees high as you move through the wet sand. Good job. Just a few more squishy, squashy steps, and we'll reach the dry part of the beach. Great! We made it! But I've never seen any place like this. It feels mystical here. Almost magical. I guess that makes sense. The legends of Camelot are full of magic and wonder. Look, there's a light gray fog covering the white sandy beach, making it look like something out of a dream. And over there, to our right, there are towering rocky cliffs, hundreds of feet tall, with small, fast-flowing waterfalls lacing their way down and into the ocean below. Oh yes! What an amazingly beautiful place this is! The water around us is bright blue and spectacularly clear. Look! I can see the sparkle of a few fish swimming in the ocean as the sun reflects off their scales. And there, just above the beach to our left, is a thick forest of trees with a wide road leading in. I wonder where that road leads to. If we're in the right spot, and the magical landscape all around us definitely feels like the legends I've read, then that road must be the way to the kingdom of Camelot. What do you say, Lauren? Reader, should we set off to see the famous castle? Oh, yes. I can't wait to see the legendary castle. But if we're all the way on the beach, at the edge of the island, it may be a pretty long walk. Reader, if you have the energy, I suggest we start walking right now. Reading Bug, could you tell us more about Camelot to keep our minds occupied on our long walk? Great idea, Lauren. Let's start moving. I've been reading a lot about Camelot, so I can fill you in as we make our way toward the castle. Arthur was the firstborn son of King Uther Pendragon and was heir to the throne. 
However, when he was born, there was a lot of danger and trouble in the kingdom. So Merlin, the king's trusted advisor, told the king that Arthur should be raised in a secret place so that no one would know his true identity. The king agreed, and Merlin secretly took Arthur to the castle of Sir Ector, a friend of the king. No one, not even Ector, knew that Arthur was the king's son. Wow. So King Uther Pendragon was Arthur's father, and Sir Ector was the king's friend and Arthur's protector? And who was Merlin again? Merlin was the most powerful wizard in the kingdom. And when the king sent young Arthur away, Merlin became Arthur's protector. Then, not long after the king gave his son to Merlin, the king died. The whole kingdom was in turmoil, because with Arthur gone, there was no heir to the throne, no one to become king after King Uther Pendragon. Rival dukes and lords fought and fought over who should be the next king. But when they couldn't settle anything, they asked Merlin to find a solution. And he did. Merlin put a heavy metal block, called an anvil, on top of an enormous stone, and then stuck a beautiful jewel-encrusted sword right into it. Oh, right! The sword and the stone! If I remember, the inscription on the sword's blade read, Whoso pulleth out this sword from this stone is the rightful king of all England. Absolutely right, Lauren. And because Merlin was the most powerful magician in the kingdom, all the noblemen believed him when he told them that the sword was magic and that only the person who was fit to rule England would be able to pull it from the stone. Lords and dukes and other noblemen from all over England came to try to pull out the sword. But even the strongest could not move the sword, not even an inch. Wow. So where was young Arthur during all of this? Oh, right. Arthur was working as a servant for Sir Ector and his son, Sir Kay. Since no one could move the sword, after a while, everyone in the kingdom forgot about the sword and the stone, and with no king, England fell into ruin. Oh, no. Why didn't Merlin tell everyone where Arthur was so he could be king? Merlin knew it was still unsafe for Arthur, so he kept him hidden with Sir Ector until Arthur was 15 years old. During that time, Arthur and Merlin became very close, and Merlin tutored Arthur, teaching him that knowledge is often more powerful than brute force. One day, when Arthur was 15, Merlin finally brought him to the sword in the stone. A crowd had been assembled and was waiting anxiously. When Sir Ector's son, the brawny Sir Kay, tried to pull the sword from the stone, it did not budge for him. But when Arthur tried, the sword came out of the stone and Arthur was crowned King of England. Long live the king! What an amazing story, Reading Bug! Well, you know, the best thing, Lauren, is that that story is only the beginning of the stories about Camelot. There are thousands of books, plays, operas, movies, cartoons, comics, and games about King Arthur, Queen Guinevere, the Kingdom of Camelot, the Wizard Merlin, and King Arthur's Knights of the Round Table. I can't wait to learn more. And thank you so much for the story, Reading Bug. Time has flown by and we're much closer to the castle. But look there. We've reached a fork in the road. If we go straight ahead, there's a scary wooden bridge we'll need to cross. The bridge looks old and unsafe. The bottom is made of wooden planks with lots of space between them, and it's swinging back and forth in the wind. It's only wide enough for a single person to walk on, and the only thing to hold on to in order to keep from falling into the river are those two ropes on either side. I don't think I want to walk on that scary shaky bridge. 
But it looks like it might be the only path that leads to the castle. There are paths to the right and the left, too. But I have no idea where they might take us. And look carefully across the bridge, reader. In the distance, I think I see the castle gates. Which means the Camelot may be directly in front of us. Only a short walk from the other side of the river if we use the bridge. Shh! Wait. Lauren, reader, do you hear that? Look! I think I see something coming toward us on the path to the right. Do you see it too? Should we hide? Oh yes! Look! Reading bug! I think we're safe. It looks like two young boys running toward us, carrying... What? Sticks? Oh! <laughs> no, wait! I see! They're pretending to ride horses! Each has a long broomstick between his legs with a wooden head and a rope mane nailed to the top of the broomstick to look like a horse! How fun! Let's see if they can help us get to the castle without having to cross that scary bridge. Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo! Over here! Hi there! Hello, young men. My friends and I were wondering if you could help us. My name is Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug, and this is our reader friend. Would you mind stopping to help us with directions? Do not fear, small people in strange attire and ye tiny bug. We are knights in training looking for adventure, and we will ride our horses as fast as we can to assist you. My name is Tristan the Tenacious, and this is my friend Gavin the Gleeful. How can we assist thee? Might there be a dragon that needs to be slayed? Ooh, huzzah, huzzah! I hope there is a dragon. What fun it is to slay dragons. Yay! Oh, kind young sirs, we are headed to Camelot the castled city where King Arthur lives. And it looks like the bridge ahead may be the most direct way to get to the castle, but it sure looks scary. Do you know if there's another way to the castle? Why, thee are in luck, fair maiden. We live in Camelot, too. And yes, of course, there are other ways to get to the castle. If thee take the path to the right or the left, thee will eventually reach the part of the river that is shallow enough to wade through. The problem for thee is that the shallow part of the river is at least three kilometers from here. It's a long walk without strong and fast horses like ours. By my trough, the walk across the river is jolly good fun. There are rapids to dodge, slippery rocks that may cause thee to slip and fall, and occasionally a giant sea serpent to slay it. All things considered, reader, it sounds as if our very best way forward is forward. The bridge may be scary, but at least there won't be any sea serpents to slay. True, true, but Gavin, don't thee think we should tell Mistress Lauren about what lies ahead for them if they try to cross the bridge? Aye, of course. Lauren, have thee read the sign on the bridge yet? The path before thee is terrifying, but it will be glorious if thee make it across. So much jollity! The sign? No, I didn't see a sign. Let me look. Oh, there, sure, I can read it. It says, Beware, Trowbridge the Troll lives here. And below that is scribbled something else. If thee cross the bridge without permission from me, thee will find thyself in a troll's tummy. As my name suggests, I am tenacious which means that I never stray from the path that I have chosen. And unfortunately, my path is not thy path. 
Now that we have assured ourselves that there are no dragons that will slay thee, we must return to our dragon-slaying quest. No need to thank us, and perchance we will see thee anon in Camelot. How fun! How glorious! A ride through the kingdom to search for dragons. Huzzah! Huzzah! My lady, we cannot tarry, but I will give thee my most prized possession, my most beauteous horse. Take it and prosper. Goodbye. But Tristan, Gavin, there is no dragon, but there is a troll. We still need your help. Oh no, they're gone. Reader, how can we possibly make it to Camelot without being eaten by the sea serpents or the bridge troll? I think we're on our own in this dangerous place. And unless we come up with a plan, and quickly, we'll never make it to Camelot. Ew, ugh, what's that? Smell. Oh no. Lauren, look. I think we've been spotted. Just over there crawling up from beneath the bridge is a t troll. He looks just like the troll in the Three Billy Goats Gruff by Jerry Pinkney. He is big and green and very smelly. I can smell him all the way from here. He has dirty red hair matted to the top of his head with sticks and mud. He has small pointed horns sticking out of his giant pointed ears, and he has a mouthful of great big razor sharp teeth. Based on the looks of him, I think we'd better get his permission before we cross on the bridge. What did that sign say? Else we might find ourselves in the troll's tummy? Really? I don't know, but if you think so, wish me luck. Here I go. Um, Mr. Troll? Mr. Troll? Hi there, uh, sir. My name is Lauren, and my friends and I seek safe passage across your bridge. We come in peace, and we hope you'll let us pass right across. What do you say? Odds bonkins, who be these creatures who have woken me from the nap? Well, we are human time travelers from the future, and our little bug buddy here is a ladybug. Oh, indeed. Me loves ermine beans and ladybugs. Prithee, give me a minute or two, and I'll be out to introduce myself to you. Lauren, reader, Trowbridge is calling me a ladybird because that's what people call ladybugs like me in some countries, including in England. You three, come hither. No, 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 not to the bridge, but closer to me, so we can shake hands. Mr. Troll, did you build this bridge yourself? Indeed, me did. And me built it for myself. Trolls do not like water. Not a writ. That must be why he's so smelly. So, me built this bridge, the only bridge across this river, so that me do not have to get even me feet wet when me crosses over. Mr. Troll, we are so pleased that you love humans and ladybugs, but you're holding my hand rather tightly. Are you willing to share this very special bridge with us? Will you provide a safe passage across the bridge now? Oh, Ermin Bean, me thinks that you misunderstood me. Me loves Ermin Beans and Ladybirds to eat. That is tremendous in the Trollo Tamil. Yum. <laughs> if they try to cross this bridge, me will catch and eat all of them. Me will eat the Lauren for breakfast, because breakfast 
is the most important meal of the day. And me will eat the reader for lunch with a big bowl of lamb stew. And after supper, me always likes a little something sweet and crunchy. That's when me will eat this little ladybird. Mr. Troll, it sounds like we should find a different path to the castle. So we will take one of the other paths and be on our way. That is, if you will let go of our hands, you are holding on to us so tightly. Forsooth, me is holding on to them because me plan is to gobble them up. Whether or not they'll try to cross my bridge. Reader, reading bug, how can we possibly get out of this pickle that we're in? The troll has us wrapped up in his giant green hands. Reading bug, you are small enough to fly away, but Reader and I appear to be doomed. Lauren, it's one for all and all for one. I will never leave the two of you in the gnarly green hands of Trowbridge Troll. And remember when I said this troll looked like he was from the pages of the Three Billy Goats Gruff? Well, I have thought of a plan to help us escape by following the Billy Goat's lead. I call it the Billy Goat Gruff Play. Oh, I know that story. Three hungry billy goats eat up all the wild grasses on their side of the river. But the only way to cross over the river to eat the delicious grass on the other side is by way of a bridge that is guarded by a troll. Just like this troll. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, are you ready for the billy goat gruff play, reader? Are you ready, Lauren? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I sure hope this works, or we're in big, big trouble. Here we go. Uh, Mr. Troll, we understand that trolls like games, so we would like to challenge you with a contest. If you win, we agree to be your breakfast, lunch, and dessert. But if we win, you agree to let us cross the bridge without gobbling us up. Ooh, a game? Me likes to play games, and there are not many games that a lonely troll with no friends can play. Prizzle, tell me more about this contest. Each one of us will try to cross the rope bridge. First the reading bug, next our reader friend, and finally me. If we all make it safely across, you will let us go without eating us. But if even one of us does not make it across the bridge, we agree that you can gobble us all up. Will you accept our challenge? This is hardly a challenge for a big, strong, mean, and hungry troll like me. They are all so very small and weak, they will never make it across my bridge. Oh, me will accept the challenge. Okay, the first step of our challenge is you really have to let go of us. Phew, I can finally breathe again. Are you okay, reader? Okay, Mr. Troll, we're ready to play the game. The reading bug will go first. When she starts to run across the bridge, you will close your eyes and count backwards from 10 without following her. When you reach zero, you are free to open your eyes and try to catch her before she reaches the other side of the river. Okay, here I go. 10, nine, uh, what comes next? Um, eight, seven, this is hard, that's six, five, four, three, two, one, and zero. Here me come, ready or not. Hmm, 
Me know that this little bird is small, but me don't see her anywhere. Prithy, point her out to me. Woohoo! Here I am, Mr. Troll. I'm already across the bridge. I decided to fly instead of run, and it was ever so much faster. You flew? But that's not fair. Oh, don't worry, big guy. You are so big and strong. You have two more chances to win this contest. Surely you can catch one of the others. But I didn't know that the little bird could fly. How am I supposed to catch them if they flies across the bridge? Me be really angry. But I know ermin bones don't fly. So get the rebel to boo moo moo. Okay, Mr. Troll. We're sending our reader friend across the bridge. This time, count by tens to 100. And then you can try to catch reader. Godspeed and be careful, reader. Move quickly. But watch out for holes in the bridge. Ten. Twenty. Thirty. This is hard, too. What comes next? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Forty. Fifty. Sixty. Seventy. Eighty. Ninety. One hundred. Here me comes, ready or not. Wait! Mr. Troll! Stop! Let me ask you. Do you really need to wear yourself out chasing after our reader friend? You only need to catch one of us in order to eat all three. And every chase across that bridge increases the chances that you could fall and land in the water. Besides, I'm injured. See? A friend gave me this wooden horse to use as a crutch for my injured foot. Why don't you rest a while and wait for me to cross the bridge? Surely you can catch a slow, injured, oomin bean like me. Hmm, yes, me likes this idea. Trolls hate running almost as much as they hate water. Me will set this one out and catch the when the tries to cross with the injured foot. Reader, you're safely across the bridge? Great! It's my turn now then. Close your eyes and no peeking, Mr. Troll. Remember, you need to count to ten before you start chasing me. Can you hear my walking stick click clacking over the wooden planks? Ha ha ha! Yes, I sure can do. Slur Ermin. One, two, three. That's breakfast for me. Four, five, six. Ermins are deluxe. Seven, eight, nine. A little bird will taste fine. And finally, ten. Time to eat you then. Ready or not, here me comes. Okay, Lauren, reader, it's time for the Billy Goat Gruff Play. Hey, Ermin, why have you stopped running? Why are they turning around? And why is this reader friend back on the bridge too? Hey, ouch, something is in my eye. Me can't see. That's right, you big stinky troll. Lauren, reader, I flew right into his eye, and now I'm heading for the other one. Ouch, stop! I don't think he can see anything now. Mr. Troll, a ladybird in the eye is better than a ladybird in the stomach, at least as far as I'm concerned. Lauren, your turn now. Great work, reading bug. Now this walking stick is just the right size and length for me to reach out and take a whack at one of your stinky green toes. Ow! Oh, poor trolley. Did I hurt your footsie? I certainly hope so. 
Whoa! Whoa! Grab on tight, Reader. As the troll hops up and down, the bridge is starting to shake dangerously. Ah! My eyes hurt! Me thinks they broke my foot! And me, I'm dizzy from all the swinging and swaying. Once me can see you again and steady myself, me is going to grab you and gobble you all up. Here me is, coming for you. Reader, it's your turn now. We just need you to give Mr. Troll one big push. Go! Whoa! Whoa! Oh no! Look, Lauren, it's the giant serpent that Tristan and Gavin warned us about. Quick, let's get to the other side of the bridge and hide. That serpent is even bigger than the troll and twice as scary looking. Why, hello. What do we have here? Who is that splish splashing in my river? It's only me, Trowbridge the Troll. Well, lucky me. I love trolls. And by that, I mean I love tasting them in my slimy, serpenty stomach. I've been waiting for you for a long time, Trowbridge Troll. And now, I'm going to gobble you up! We did it, friends! We made it across the bridge by using our brains and just a little bit of brawn. The evil troll is gone. Everyone in Camelot will be able to use the bridge now. And we're just a short walk from the castle. That sure was scary. But thanks for being so brave and helping us get past the troll. I think we should rest here for a while before we proceed to Camelot. We've already seen so much excitement. While we rest, I'll play some music and we can all color illustrations of our favorite part of our adventure today. I'm going to draw a picture of the scary rope bridge in Trowbridge, the giant green troll. What was your favorite part of our adventure, Reader? While you think about all the exciting things we've seen and done today, I'm going to pause our adventure here. You were incredibly brave today, Reader. We couldn't have faced that scary, stinky troll without you. When you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything as you grow You'll show this world that you can be anything You could write a book or fly a plane Build a house with a giant crane Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can see it through Just by being you I'll play a bit of music in a minute for you to color to. Go ahead and illustrate everything you remember, like the magical mist-covered coast when the book bag first landed, or meeting Tristan the Tenacious and Gavin the Gleeful on their pretend stick horses. You can also imagine the next part of our adventure, journeying to the castle, hopefully meeting King Arthur, Queen Guinevere, and the Knights of the Round Table. Whatever you draw, I'm sure it will be great. Thanks for joining the Reading Bug and me on our adventure today. And thanks so much for your bravery and help. I can't wait until we resume our adventure next time. In the meantime, if you want to read more about legends, castles, kings, queens, and knights, check out the books in the Reading Bug's book bag at thereadingbug.com adventures. The Reading Bug and I will see you again soon. Goodbye. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper 
Thank you for joining our adventure today. I'll begin playing coloring music in just a minute. And while you get ready to color some beautiful illustrations of all the things we saw and did on our adventure today, I have a few people to thank. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Barefoot Books. Barefoot Books? I absolutely love their sing-along books. We know that music and singing are great for any story. Right, reader? Oh, yes. We read and sing Barefoot Books sing-along books nearly every day at Storytime in our bookstore. And their latest gift, Magical Castle Build-A-Story Cards, is a perfect way for children to create a royal adventure of their own. Piece together creative stories about dragons, castles, magic potions, and more with more than 30 games designed to teach children basic storytelling and writing skills with a focus on social-emotional learning. Oh, I do love games and stories. Can we play, Lauren? Please, please? You bet, Reading Bug. Right after we're finished with this episode. A great big thanks to Barefoot Books for sponsoring today's episode. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thanks for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, Rosemary and Soren Hillsland, and by Rob DeCruz and Shannon Shern. Original music was written and performed by me and Alexa Thanos, and sound mixing and mastery was by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned, independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription service at readingbugbox.com. And please continue to support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by shopping with us or other local independent booksellers wherever you can. Thank you.
Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Get ready for a thrilling adventure with Culture Kids Podcast. Join us as we ignite curiosity, broaden horizons, and inspire empathy through culture, traditions, and interviews from people all over the world while having a blast with your whole family. We cover different topics like different greetings around the world and K-pop, Texas barbecue, and even Pokemon. And that's Culture Kids Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. 